This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a time. There we go. A couple minutes after five o'clock. It is a Friday. That's usually when Al says holla, but he doesn't do that anymore because he's living down the shore. Every day is Friday for him. But I will say good morning to Albert Einstein Dukes. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. No, I still say Friday. Holla. Really? Yeah, because uh, as we talked yesterday, Jerry, uh, it's a summer Friday. How many summer Fridays do we get around here? How many summer Fridays do you have in your life? How many do you have left? Right, I brought that up to you, and now you've been saying it all the time, and it's depressing. Oh, I'm, I'm the one, you brought that up, and I've I kind did. of inherited. I kind of felt like it was mine. Here's the thing. Yeah, you have summer Mondays, Tuesdays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Right. Like you that's live fair. there. That's true, Jerry. So that's I'm why just, I say not that big a deal. I'm for just you. trying to inspire the audience. You, yes, you you inspire greatness. Although or, it is, or you don't. It is raining now, but but I think it's going to clear up, and it's then I think it's for uh, CeeLo, huh? I, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is raining now, uh, but I see. I was looking at the weather apps that haven't been all that accurate because of, we've heard from our weather uh, weatherman friends of ours that uh, there because of coronavirus, not enough weather planes are going into the sky, so we're not getting as accurate a descriptions as we should be, as we're used to, Jerry. You know, it's always great to be a weatherman because you can be wrong, and you, yeah. and you are a lot, and you still keep your job. Now it's like, guys, I don't, there's no planes. I, I, what do you want from me? I would love to be a weatherman. I should have went into weatherman. So why don't you do it? You it's too late, time. Jerry. No, it's not too late It's a all. young man's game, no, Jerry. No. You know that. Is Sam Champion a young man? No, but he's a veteran. How about um, who Like else? I couldn't start now. Yes, you could. I always used to think I could start a whole nother career based on the life of Rodney Dangerfield. Like he didn't become famous as a, as a comedian until he was like 35 or something. You're 50. 51. Yeah. You're going to be Not, 51 well, next month. A month and uh, it's only tomorrow's August. So then you could say one month. Well, yeah, I'm gonna be 51. Like September 15th or something. Uh, 22nd. Oh, so all right, you still have two months. Okay. By the way, 50 has 51 has zero feel. 50 is something. 51 no feel. 52, 53, I think 59 54. will have a feel. I think 55 has a feel. 59 has a feel. 60. Yes. You know what else has a feel? What's Death. that? Know what else, Jerry? 69. <laughs> yeah, except I don't know that you're so. <laughs> Never mind, Jerry. When I get to be 69, <laughs> that's gonna be what a party. I'm gonna invite Gronk. With over the to my place, we're gonna do sixty nine jokes constantly. I hope I'm still alive to be at your be at your party. To be at my sixty ninth. Yeah, yeah. You think we'll still be, you think we'll still talk in eighteen years? Yeah, you do. 
Yeah, but it'll be still be doing this warm-up show. <laughs> it's the warm-up show with Al and Jerry, two, two old, old grumpy guys. men. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Two of the oldest men on WFAN. What is terrible about it is, you know, Mike just retired. What is he, 65 or so? Right? Yeah. 66, something like that. Beningo hasn't retired yet, but he's in right. his mid-60s. So it's possible. Steve Summers uh, seems Steve like an Summers older fella. Seems like he's 104 because he's yeah. been here forever. Been there a long time. So I guess it's possible, but I don't know, man. Waking up at 2:30 to come do the warm-up show at just a year, 69. <laughs> so I'd be 65. Oof. Wow. My prostate hurts. <laughs> but I have to ask. Yeah. I asked Eddie, and he failed me yesterday, and partly because when I asked him, he was on the phone with uh, with a caller, and it kind of slipped through the cracks. But what did you get paid for the Blue Emu commercials that you did? Blue Emu with all those uh, sounds that you do. I don't know. I didn't do. I didn't get paid. I didn't do any Blue Emu. Oh, that wasn't you that did all those uh, sound effects. No. Oh, okay. I didn't even know there were sound effects. Blue Emu. Yeah, there's all the. Uh, oh. Yeah, that stuff. Oh. Right. Well, no, it's better than that. But oh. It sounds just like you. Oh. I gotta look into this. Jerry. Yeah. Well, maybe you should listen on a break once in a Someone's while. Someone's ripping me off. Instead of taking whimsy out for a quick walk. <laughs> I do push-ups now during the break. I do 200 push-ups a show. Very nice. And I got to tell you, uh, just one week, uh, well, five days of do- four days of doing it um, uh, so far, It's uh, I could feel a difference already. I'm sure you it doesn't can. doesn't take that long to get in shape. And today, my resistance bands are coming. Oh, how exciting. Oh, I'm going to be ripped, Jerry. You know what's funny? Let's go walk around shirtless around here. I Good for you. You should. Oh, I will. That's great. Just don't get burnt. Do not. Oh, you mean in your apartment or on the beach? On the, in my apartment. Oh, Jesus. In front of the windows. You could do that anyway. You're by in front yourself. of the windows. I'm oh, assuming in front on. of the windows. Okay, you know, let someone take. Uh, let someone think that they're seeing something they shouldn't be seeing. You know what I mean, Jerry? I can tell you something. <laughs> you mean? Um, <laughs> I can tell you this. So I have not lost a pound since the uh, whole pandemic began. Yeah. But I haven't really gained anything either. I've pretty much Good stayed job. flat where I was. Yeah. But also at not my heaviest, but relatively relatively heavy for me. So this week, we've had travel baseball games every night. So I have not eaten dinner all week. I've lost four and a half pounds. Nice. That's the key. Cut yeah. out a full meal I've, every day. Dinner. So the last meal I'm eating is basically when I get home. I'm having one meal a day. So I bring, I basically bring a cup of dry Cheerios to get through until 10 o'clock. And then dry I go Cheerios. home. Well, what do you want me to do? I'm not bringing milk to eat it during the show. There's no time. You have a few minutes during commercial break, so whatever. You graze on some Cheerios and blueberries, and that's it. And then I get home, and I have lunch at, like, noon, 1 o'clock, and I don't eat again. Hmm. Good for you. Yeah. So Jerry, your diet suggestion to people looking to lose weight: cut out dinner. My my no my so that's I, a good I, idea. I wouldn't say that, but my suggestion is more in line with you. Early dinner, early nothing dinner. after. So yeah. eat at five o'clock, and you don't eat again until the next day. Yeah, you should eat uh, your last meal like four hours before bed, at least. Yeah, and I'm you should go to bed a little. Meal. Hungry. I'm having my last meal uh, nine hours before I go to bed. A little, so a little more extreme. A little extreme, yeah. How about Jerry, that? I went back and uh, l- watched uh, some highlights of Mets Red Sox. Why? Uh, a loss. What well, a disaster. I like to see what you know everything that went on. So I watched the uh, the, the the shortened versions of games and things. Yeah. Uh, on on the Fox broadcast, the fake fans out in left field. I don't. I don't care for it. I think you're Ooh, gonna like I it. I don't it. care for it. I know. real like I real. I, in fact, when when I saw the Vasquez home run hit out to left field, I was like, "Are there people there?" And then when they show a replay, there's no one there. Oh, 
You notice but that? I love the cardboard, even. I like the, again. It I really like, works for me. That's all I need. I like the cardboard cutouts behind home plate. Everything else, you don't need it. Just play the music in between pitches or at bats, however they want to do it. Give me that soft little fan track underneath to make it feel like there's some sort of an atmosphere. And I'm good. And I, it, I feel like I'm just watching a game. You have, car- you have cardboard uh, se- seven-line army out in the outfield. That yes, looks awesome. They're all in orange. It looks great. I agree. These other teams that didn't do that probably feel like fools, but now they feel like if they do it now, they'll have admitted, admitted to their mistake of not having cardboard fake fans. You know what? Better late than never. That's what I would say because the feel watching the other games, as I have, is awful. And, and, yeah. do, and it does feel eh. I don't, I, don't, I don't really I don't care for it. And the Yankees boringly beat – well, not boringly. Not boringly. They, uh, the 18th – 18 straight wins against the Orioles. Aaron Judge comes Aaron through in the Judge. ninth inning. I mean, he killed that thing. Yeah. I had to tell you, too, that Giancarlo Stanton, for all the mocking that uh, we did of him in the offseason about how he was going to get hurt and we're betting what his injury will be, that guy is smoking every – even, like, ground outs yeah. and singles. Man, that – I would not be wanting to play third base when Giancarlo is up oh, as a, a third baseman, Jerry. I can tell you that. And you don't have to worry about it. Oh, my gosh. He actually looks like he's hitting off of an aluminum bat. How many times? He looks like he's holding a fly swatter. He really does. He's such a huge dude. Yeah, he is. Had three more, smoking I think, the ball. I think three more hits last night. Had a few for sure. And yeah. You're right about that. I mean, listen, he's he he was a great, great player, so it's not surprising that he'll be a great, great player here. And I do believe that it will help him not having – I know some people thought A-Rod was taking a shot at him when he said that. I think I think it makes sense. I think Stanton's going to have a monster season. Now it's only five games, um, but I think he's going to have a monster season for this team. And Judge with the the key home run in the ninth. Prior to that, three strikeouts. Yeah, but you so know what? All is forgotten because yes. he hits a big shot. That's right. You can't let your three strikeouts affect you when you go to the plate, Jerry. No, he had a Joey Gallo type of night last night. You strike out a lot, and then you hit a big home run. Right. That's all we care about. First three at-bats, strike, 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 out, strike, out, strike out. Then, whoosh. and Luke Voigt hit a grand slam, that, that milk-drinking son of a gun, Jerry. Yes, he did. Also I thought, a big shot. I thought he was going to be our player of the game at first. Luke Voigt. Yeah. Well, if they wouldn't have given up the lead, he might have been. And they gave up the lead. Now, is Glaber Torres hurt, or he got hit in the forearm in the first X-rays inning? X-rays were negative. It was really the elbow more so than the forearm. Um, now, negative okay. means that all good? Correct. That's so All weird. good. He got hit, and I believe Judge got hit. I didn't see the first inning, um, but I believe Judge got hurt too. Uh, not hurt, but got hit. hit in the first inning as well. Uh, but yeah, Torres stayed in the game for a few innings. He came out in the middle inning somewhere, um, but X-rays negative, so we should be okay. Yeah, uh, and the Mets had a chance to win in the bottom of the eighth, you know but did you know nothing. What? How about Edwin Diaz again, nothing. dude? Yeah, Edwin Diaz. I mean, did you see his line? He stinks. But did you see his line? His line, I did not see his line. I did not look at his line. I knew he stunk. I saw the I saw the videos. All right, he just quickly, I'll just tell you this. All right. One third of an inning. He recorded one lousy out. He walks two guys, hits a guy, <laughs> and gives up a, and gives up a single <laughs> and a run. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Remember that first game? They're like, Edwin Diaz is back, baby. I, you know, I didn't say that because oh. he gave up that hit. He gave up the foul ball to Freddie Freeman that was five feet from being a game-tying home run. And then he gave up the game-tying home run the next night. 
So I, I don't know what you do. I really I don't know what you do. If he can pitch with no fan, maybe the virtual fans got in his head. Right. Or maybe the cardboard cutouts are staring at him. He's like these cardboard cutouts are staring at me. I, I don't get it. I really don't. And it's you know every oh he's got such great stuff. Good. He's got great stuff. Wonderful. No, what if I was Edwin Diaz? Anybody? In the post game press conference, I'd be like, I'm gonna ask the Mets to remove these cardboard fans. They're throwing me off. Oh my god, I'm telling you, man. It, it just it's really it's embarrassing. Really, you embarrassed yourself as thirty-five uh, pitches, only eighteen for strikes. Yeah, that's not good. Jerry. I mean, come on. What do you think's more pressure, being a closer or a field goal kicker in football, NFL? They both I very think similar. They both like have when, their own pressures. Yes, I right. When guess. you get in your own head, in both of those things, you stink. And the thing about the field goal kicking again is, you can make like a pitcher's a pitcher. The field goal kicker is not really a football player. He's a kicker. Like, you, that one job is put that ball between those uprights. Right. And, and when you don't do it well, I say thing with a closer. I mean, if you don't do it well, you're going to be cut. But I don't know. I think they're both the same, one in the same and different at the same time. One in the same and different. I like that, yeah, Jerry. I do think that. I do like on the show sheet, and I know it was just a cal- I know it was just a mistake. Yeah. But it took me, I, I literally took a double take. when you I put, made a mistake? You did. You put uh, old man Sean McCoy. Yeah. Oh, sh- it's LaShawn McCoy. Right. It took me. I'm like, who the hell is this? I'm like, old man Sean McCoy. I'm like, what? I was so excited to call him old man on an official show sheet. That was funny. That I got thrown off. You did get thrown off. You know, it was a huge rain delay in the Yankee game last night. Yes, I wonder how many people sat through that. <laughs> an hour 34. Now, you mean at home? At home. Like, went, like, no. Stands? Like, at home, uh, they uh, went, uh, they, like, clicked over to the ID channel or something. Came back. And they're like, let me see if this game is still on. Let's put it this way. They've had no baseball for the entire summer. If you were someone that wasn't getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, I think you would have hung around. Right. I, you could have got a full couple episodes on a show you're binging you on Netflix. Went and watched the NBA and then gone back to it. Oh, the NBA was yes, back. Yes, that was. Two did you games. watch some of that? I watched some of the Laker game uh, because I did not fall asleep too quickly last night. I watched the entire first quarter of the Laker game. And then I watched parts of the second quarter, and then I saw a lot of the fourth quarter here when I got in. Now we've said with baseball coming back in this weird situation that the games actually feel normal. They do. Do did you feel the same with watching the uh, NBA? Yes, but yeah, I did. Different for sure because you don't have the raucous crowds. But when they're playing again, it's the same type of thing. It doesn't feel too bad. It just looks different. Yeah. Once you get into the flow of the game, I, I to me it's the same game. You know, you hear the the squeaks of the sneaker maybe a little bit more than you otherwise would. Uh, I did find the virtual fans they put up a little weird with the monitors. I don't know if you saw it. Did you I see did not see. It? No, I did not see virtual fans in the NBA. So they they weren't they weren't virtual. They were real fans. Oh, real fans on, a, on, a, on large monitors, and it was creepy. <laughs> I, that's probably the best word I would say. It was creepy watching it. Um, so you had all these heads just, like, staring down. At Floating the heads? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, but even that, again, became, like, just background noise. Like, you didn't really notice it a- after a while. So at first, a little strange. But as the game kind of got going, just watching basketball. And I will watch the Nets today at 2.30. Which feels more normal, the baseball, baseball. or the basketball? The B- Met City Field feels more normal. Yeah, re- it feels very normal Very watching. much so. And listening to, I know last night was Fox and it was different, but when you've got, if you're listening to Howie on the radio or if you've got, you know, Gary, Keith, and Ron with SNY, they have the, the, the soundtrack of the audio, of the crowd underneath, and you have those cardboard cutouts that almost look like something in the background. The baseball, to me, with the Mets at City Field, 100% feels normal. Yeah. 
Now, the Yankees, today, this is their opener tonight. Home opener. Right, or no, they're in Boston tonight, actually. Oh. But either way, I'm curious to see what the Yankees actually do. if Because they, they're not doing cardboard cutouts. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't um, think so. It seems too like the Yankees are too classy for that. But the teams that do it, I, I like it. I really do. I think it works. I think it works. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, I hear Al's got like several more stories. Oh, to get many to. stories. And then uh, Boomer joins us at 6 o'clock here on a, fa- on a Fan Friday. A Friday fan? No, a Fan Friday. Don't go away. Al and Jerry now offering curbside delivery. All right, one correction. I was right initially. It is the Yankees home tonight while the Mets are on the road tonight. Um, the Yankees uh, with Jordan Montgomery taking on the Red Sox. And you got the uh, Mets in Atlanta tonight. Al, I found someone on Twitter. I cannot believe I say this. That I, I would like to meet. Really? I, yeah, I would. Is it I a would, hot chick? I don't know about that, but it is. A, it is a girl. Okay. Uh, her name is Shannon. I will say that. You saw the Joe West uh, th- video yesterday when I Boba did Shet's see that. Bat. Yeah, he basically Boba swung. Fett's bat. Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Oh, who did you call him? Boba Fett. <laughs> I thought Boba you said Fett. Boba Fett from the Star Wars. Bo- uh, I don't know who that is. Boba Fett was in Star Bounty Wars. Bounty Hunter. Yeah, Bounty really? Hunter. Well, yeah. this is Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Uh, Dante's son. Uh, and so he loses the bat, and it hits Joe West on the side of the head, and he starts bleeding immediately. Stitches, comes back out, um, and finish. I guess finishes the game. But So I can't tell if he's getting destroyed on Twitter for, A, it appears not wearing a mask, or because, B, people don't like him as an umpire. And so he's getting clobbered all over Twitter. And so Shannon, I don't need to say her last name, but let's just say Shannon on Twitter. You can find it if you've searched the video of this. Okay. She says, she writes, wow, watching that Joe West video and reading all the, quote, good, got what he deserved comments. Just when I thought I couldn't be more disappointed (laughs) in humanity. Well, not shocked, I guess. Welcome, Shannon. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Welcome aboard to to, to Twitter. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I was. This was uh, the segment of the warm-up show I was calling "Tough Old Guys." Oh, this must be Tom Coughlin involved. Yeah. Well, first let's talk about this Joe West. So this was the guy, right? In the this was the guy. Yeah. Oh, this was the guy. This is the guy who was. Well, when people were saying, "Oh, the old umpires shouldn't be here for coronavirus," he was. Like the guy that was going to fight coronavirus. He right? said, if, "If something hasn't gotten me yet, this isn't." Yeah, I hope you're right, sir. So then he, I, I see the story first before seeing the video, and I see uh, Joe West gets hit when a when a back gets loose or something. So I thought from I was like, Boba "Oh, Fett. from Boba Fett." I was like, <laughs> "He must have been umping third base." Because I thought maybe the bat flew out of the dude's hands and hit him in the face. There, I didn't know until I saw the video that he was umping home plate. Yeah. How does the back get loose and smack him in the head back there? It goes past the catcher and smacks old man Joe West right in the side of the head. You did not see the video, I suppose. I did see the video, yeah. but I still don't know how that – it went so such fast. A vi- because it's such a violent swing, and he lets go of it over his shoulder. I mean, it's really like the same height as where it hit him. This is Bo Bichette. He owes uh, Joe West like uh, – Edible arrangements or something. Uh, something, yes. Something to send to his uh, hotel room. I'm pretty sure a close 3-2 call is not going to go Boba Fett's <laughs> way. I can't believe he came back in the game. Where was he bleeding from? It looked like from looked near like the, the, the... Where the ear? Yeah. Like the bottom of the ear, it looks like. Yeah. Or the, I guess the top part of That's the ear. That's a tough old guy, Jerry. That is, yes. Yes, it is. Too bad people hate him. <laughs> yeah, why? I know what that feels like. <laughs> and you're uh, right. Like, like, oh, he got what he deserves. Just like there was a guy, uh, 
an uh, older fellow who died of coronavirus, uh, one of uh, Trump's guys. Yeah. Uh, Kane, I think his name is. The old DJ see. from K-Rock? <laughs> By the way, Jerry. I like him. I hope he's okay. That Kane is still a DJ on the current 92.3. Nice. Uh, let me see. Trump. Kane, I think the guy's name is. Oh, man, I did the thing wrong. Hold on, Cherry. I'm Googling. I'm How Googling do you Google problems. something wrong? Uh, oh, Herman Kane uh, died of uh, with a battle of coronavirus. Now, he was anti-wearing masks right. for coronavirus. So the amount of people on Twitter yesterday that was like, hey, good for uh, Herman Kane. He didn't want to wear a mask. Now he's dead. That What are we doing? It's a little harsh. It seemed a little harsh to me. A little harsh. Little harsh. Then the other tough man, tough old guy for this segment. I got two more. Is uh, Tom Coughlin. Oh, you got two more. Yes. So, Tom, what, so what happened? He was on a bike and got hit by. a He car was casually biking in uh, his Jacksonville neighborhood. No, a speeding, competitive, bicyclist douche drove past him really quick and clipped him, really? knocking him off his bike. Wow. Did they find the guy? I'm not sure. Hmm. Coughlin then went home. He didn't go to the hospital. You think Tom Coughlin wants to walk into a hospital? His Tom, family made him go. I'm sure they did. He's a tough guy. And when he went there, he had injured his ribs, broke some ribs. Uh, he injured his lung, which I'm not sure how you do, but he did. He, he punctured a lung. Punctured a lung, cracked yeah. a rib. He's 73. Oh, I would love to find this bicyclist Ooh. who clipped him and set him up for a fight. I'd like to see this guy try to fight Tom Coughlin. He turns 74 next month. Tom Coughlin could still beat me up in a fight. Straight up fight. Me versus Tom Coughlin. Yeah, we've had he this wins. discussion. I agree He with wins. That. I agree. Yeah. Probably Joe West, the umpire as well. Because if I got hit in the side of the head with a bat and was bleeding and needed stitches, I'd be like, well, catch his next next game. What's really interesting is he's. I'm saying 74. He's really not all that much older than you. Coughlin? But you're going to be 51, 20 dude. 20 years. You're not 25 anymore. Right or wrong? I would love to be 25. That would be cool. I hate it, when I see people go, oh, my gosh, I'm turning 25. I'm so old. Come on. You know who feels that way? 15-year-olds. Not 50-year-olds. <laughs> This is what Tom Coughlin said, Jerry. Quote, comes out of nowhere and clips the front of my bike. Blindsided. Yeah. He went home before his family told him to get to the emergency room where he got x-rays and a CAT scan. No, I'm, he glad, has, he, I'm glad he did go because a punctured uh, lung could punctured have been really lung. serious if he didn't no, get checked out. No biking for Tom Coughlin for four to six. He's out four to six weeks, Jerry. Do you remember back in the day when Imus had a collapsed lung and did the show from his hospital bed? I, I do not I know recall you didn't that. Li- I know you didn't listen, but it may. I was. It was a pretty big story. You know, and I believe Chernoff went to see him in the hospital. <laughs> and you had like Charles and and Bernie and Lou were back at the studio, and Imus would call, and he couldn't. He could barely breathe. But it was like that's my show, and I'm going on. Like from his hospital bed, he was doing four hours over the phone. Imus was hard to understand when he didn't have a punctured lung. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had a very unique voice. I thought it was Unique cool. voice, yeah. I thought he was cool. You know, sounded great. He stayed at night in the hospital, this Tom Coughlin. He did. All right. He must have been a pleasure. Oh, he must have. When he got out, he must have been looking. I did put up wanted signs for that guy who clipped him. Here's the thing at the hospital, and I noticed this having been there a few times over the last couple of years for various yeah. reasons. You try to sleep, but they come interrupt you every two hours because they have to take your blood pressure. You yeah. have your medicine. They got to yep. check your levels. It's like 
you're in the hospital. You need to get rest. And the only thing you don't get is rest. Mr. Coughlin, we need to take more blood. Oh, I'm <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. You got to be careful, though. These bicyclists who, uh, especially the weekend warriors, as they call yeah. them, the guys that are that wear the helmets and the, the super tight bike outfits. You like that with the cutouts? <laughs> the bike outfits, yeah. I can and see it, you in your condo now that you are doing your push-ups. You're walking around in biker shorts and nothing else. Yeah, nothing but biker shorts and pu- just doing push-ups and being ripped. But I see these guys. They go speeding, speeding past other bikers, past joggers, walkers, cars. They think they own the road. Right. Clipping a legendary... I- Super Bowl winning coach for the Giants like that. I'm telling you, that a few weeks ago, the, when I was here, and this has happened a couple of times, the last time I was here hosting, so probably two or three weeks ago, one of the days I was at the light on Varick and Charlton heading towards the tunnel. Light turns green. Now, you know how that works. The cars are coming from behind you as those yes. lights are timing up. They're moving. And as I hit the gas or started to proceed, a biker that was coming down Charlton flew by me. If I didn't see him at the last second, I would have hit him and possibly killed him. And it was him that was running the red light. It would have been your fault, Jerry. You'd have no, been a murderer. I, you know what? I don't think it would have been because I think there are cameras everywhere. And he clearly was running the red light. I mean, oh, brutal. Just I'd brutal. love to see And then un- he gave me the finger. Gave you the finger? Yes, which again, I'm used to, but still. Like, you were wrong. I wasn't. I'd love to see an unsolved mysteries of this until we find out who clipped Tom Coughlin in Jacksonville. Why don't you go to you used to live down there? Why don't unsolved you go, mysteries. Uh, find your sources in Tampa? Have them go north and yeah. find out the answers. Find out the answers. If you have any information about the clipping of Tom Coughlin, please contact us at unsolvedmysteries.com or your local police. Is that how they end it? Yeah. Got they it. want you to do the work. Right. They give you all the background. They tell you what happened. Then when you're waiting, you're, uh, you're unsolved the mysteries watching, waiting for a, a resolution, they go, if you have any information on the, on the bicycle clipping of Tom Coughlin, please go to our website or call your local FBI. That's how we get things done. Everybody chips in. If I was that biker, I would not even go on my bike for like a couple of weeks till this settles down down there. Well, now again, were there cameras around? There are cameras in our towns. Now. Yeah, but the guy was probably wearing a mask, wearing sunglasses, wearing that a bike true. helmet. These masks, man. Wearing a skin tight. I do like the the weekend bikers around here that wear the skin tight racing outfits, and they again have their, with the skin tight outfits. You really they, are attracted to that. And they have their bellies hanging out. <laughs> well, I don't understand. So it's kind of like running. I have a couple of friends that bike a lot. Yeah. And they don't seem to be in as good a shape as they should be. And when I mean bike a lot, kind of like Boomer, where they they will do. You know, 20, 25 miles a day on the bike. Yeah. And if you put into like a calorie calculator how many calories they're burning, they should be able to eat for three days to catch up and still yeah, lose weight. But I it doesn't th- seem to work. I think what happens is then you feel like because you've worked out, you reward yourself with things Again, you wouldn't normally eat. You realize how many calories they're burning, though? I Every suppose. day they're doing that. And it's trust me, they're not eating pepperoni pizzas for lunch and dinner and then going to friendlies for ice cream. It's hard to lose belly fat once you get to a certain age. That's where it, it that's like the last place that it it resides. It, it, it resides. It just sits there in your belly, yeah. just fat. I'm well aware. You got to sculpt it right out, Jerry. Freeze sculpt it. Either that or I'm just going to stop eating dinner again. Freeze your belly and just sculpt it right out or do your diet. Well, yeah. I'm interested in that. Freezing the belly fat. S- the sculpting your belly fat out. I could, I could be interested in that. <laughs> yeah, I could. There's a little bit of a shortcut, but. 
I sounds good. Did you ever see how they do where they how they suck the fat out? I have not. That doesn't uh, sound li- like liposuction. Like no, oh I yeah, no, that's bad. I've seen that on like uh, TV shows. They, I'm sure they, you have. They <laughs> they cut into your body. They put like a. Uh, one of those things that looks like you know when you go to the dentist they put that thing yes. to suction out of your mouth yeah they put one of those in and they just suck up all the fat that seems like it's gonna hurt a little bit yeah right you're knocked out for it though jerry oh, don't okay. you worry about it that's interesting and then well never mind uh we'll take a break very interesting Five thirty-six on a friday morning it is a fan friday as they call it uh boomer joins us at six o'clock right here on the fan alan jerry this is the new normal 542, nice to have you with us on a Friday morning. Hope you have great summer plans this weekend. If you could, I'd say go to Bradley Beach. Flood the beach and look for Al Dukes. Al, what Not else look you got? for me, Jerry. We're just looking like apartment buildings. I'm sorry, in condo windows and well, find the nude guy with biker shorts on. <laughs> right, who's uh, not trying to be nude, but just, hey, if you get a peek, good for you. <laughs> good for you, good for them. Yeah. The other uh, old man story, well, real quick, Jerry, uh, LaShawn McCoy is heading to join old man Tom Brady uh, down in Tampa. Does he still have it, Jerry? Does LaShawn McCoy still have it? Um, I don't know what that means. Does he still have it? Is he going to catch, you know, 75 balls and run balls. for 1,000 yards? No. Can he Does be productive? He... Sure. I mean, does he have that certain je ne sais quoi? <laughs> I like the way you say that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, I just like a bunch of old guys playing in Florida. Well, we'll just see seems if it works, fitting. right? Yeah. Old men down in Florida. They used to call Florida God's waiting room when I lived there because all the uh, retirees. But isn't it also a rude. big place where, where, you know, people from the Northeast go to retire? Not just yeah. retire, but just come to, to change go to their live. lives. And, yes. Like you moved there at what, 25? I was. I uh, moved there in uh, 1994, so I was going to be 25. That's right. So I don't necessarily know that I would call that anymore. I know there's still a lot of older folks in Florida, yeah, but a lot I also, of old people. you know, you there are beautiful up and coming neighborhoods that they build down. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have moved to Florida, not just older people in the last twenty years. So. They say it's hot down there, Jerry. Anymore. Hot and humid. You were there. You tell me. Yeah, it was definitely hot and humid. It is. That's why the day we went to the Trop, we went there when we were on vacation to see the um, angels and rays because we had a monsoon rolling through and it was yeah. hundred degrees and it was a hundred percent that we were going to get the storm. And when we were at the game. It was beautiful out when we went in. And by the third inning, like you could hear the thunder through the roof. It was oh my god! It was a great way to kind of avoid the storm because when we left the stadium, it was gone, cleared out, and sunny. That place used to be called the Thunderdome when it first opened. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Jerry, if you need any Tampa sports history, I'm your guy. Well, I know to you're come an expert to. on the strip clubs. You've told and us that. And the strip clubs down there. There was a time when I frequented the strip clubs. Yes. Uh, Enes Cantor. Enes Cantor. Enes Cantor says Turkish. The Turkish president's goons send him daily death threats. Now, I'm thinking at this point that somebody's been pranking him all along and that it's not really the Turkish president sending— I think it probably is. You think it is the Turkish president? I think he he better never step foot in Turkey. Really? I do, yeah. See, I got, I got the feeling that it's all a scam. Like, it's just a couple of, like, kids having fun with him and just sending him— threatening letter saying this is the president of turkey we're going to kill you is that how you'd write it <laughs> <laughs> dear i think it's legit 
<laughs> I would write it like this. They held his dad in, in, in prison for how many years? They did. I missed that part. Are you? They just let him out like a month ago. Oh. How did you miss? We the talked Turkish about prison? it. Yeah, we talked about it. Jerry, I can't listen to all four hours of this show. No, this show. Oh, you and I. Yes. It's only an hour, for God's oh, sake. That, can... that brings it up. That I should be able to listen to. You're right. So if you put an Ennis Cantor father, jail mm-hmm. comes right up. Oh. Right. A Turkish um, prison. He was, let's see, he was initially sentenced to 15 years in prison for allegedly supporting Fethullah Gulen, who was accused of leading a coup to overthrow the Turkish uh, president. And he was just released a little while ago. Now, this was 2016. He was sentenced to 15 years, and he was released in June. So he served hmm. four of the, of the 15 years. Okay. So I think that's pretty real. Okay. I thought it was just a couple of kids going, like, typing, Dear Ennis. I'm the president of Turkey. I'm going to kill you. Yes, you did that already. <laughs> Don't come back here. Then I started thinking, like, what was the line from Airplane, the movie about Turkish? And I just Googled it. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the pilot asks the little kid who's uh, up in the front of the plane watching the plane fly. He says, Joey, have you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> what does that mean, Jerry? I don't know. I've never been to one. <laughs> I would say this. Probably not a great place to be. No, I think in these other countries, when you go to prison, you don't have any rights. No kidding. Like in America, you go to prison, they like they still can't. They're still not allowed to do certain things to you or say Aren't certain you things. Prison in Mongolia. No, that's I've seen that show locked up abroad. Got to be like a free for all. They do what they want to you. It's yeah, really, it's scary. Yeah, you get locked up abroad. I used to watch that show on. I think it was on an MSNBC or CNBC or something. Like, you'd go to, like, Turkey just for a nice visit with your family. And then some drug dealer there would just plant cocaine on your on you in your luggage. And then all of a sudden you're in a Turkish prison. And you've done nothing wrong. Right, and you can't get out and no one can talk to you. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I only stay in the United States. <laughs> that's why? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of great things to do here in the United States. I'm with you. but I'm only vacationing in the U.S. You went to Italy. I did go to Italy under protest. So you don't, <laughs> but you had a great time. <laughs> it was all right. Right. It was all right. Uh, here's something I'm wondering if you might want to get in on, Jerry. Uh, you've heard of Airbnb, right, where people rent also, out. We have also discussed this on the podcast, which is well, fine because that doesn't mean everybody's heard it. Go ahead. Well, because it's becoming very popular which I'm now, I'm very surprised Jerry. by, but go ahead. So Airbnb, you're able to like rent out a room in your house for the night, or you rent out your house, your home for the weekend, this sort of thing. Right. There's a new app that's like an Airbnb for swimming pools, which now because of coronavirus has become very popular. You put your pool up on this website and allow people you could charge them by the hour to rent your pool. Here's my question to you, though. Yes. Aren't we concerned about bringing in parties? Yes. So that would be now. How am I? But a family from that. Like you have a pool. I do. So you can rent out your pool. How much can I get for four hours? I don't know. It depends. You'd have to go on this app and see what the competitive rate going is. But, like, I don't have a pool. Maybe I want to go uh, go swim in your pool for an hour. Oh, you can. You, uh, what do you charge me for that, Jerry? $50 an hour. 50 bucks an hour? Yeah. But is that because you know me, or would you charge a stranger $50 an hour? No, it's because I know you. You got to make sure you got all those squirrels out of your pool, though. I am not swimming in your pool with dead squirrels. I got to tell you, I'm looking that at this. That is not now. happening. Some of these, some of these deals, pretty good. Yeah, hundred and seventy-five dollars. How long? How much time do you get here? This is in California. 
175 bucks. You get three hours. Beautiful. Nice in-ground pool. Small, but a nice in-ground pool. Not bad. My, my dad would have loved this when we were growing up because we had a, an above-ground pool in the backyard, and he would get so annoyed on a nice day if no one was in the pool. No, I don't blame him. Right, because it was like a lot of work. It cost money. When he was when he was going to put out the money to put in a pool, we were all like, we're going in every day. It's going to be awesome. And then, you know, you want to play wiffle ball. You want to play uh, basketball, a little football, Jerry, sports. You know what I mean? It's you go like in the any, pool, it gets like boring. You, you get used to it. Yes, you get used to now, it. I will, now, let me say, though, because I was contemplating um, putting in a heater for our pool this year or not. We opted not to because the world almost ended. Um, right. But we, I did do the solar heater, and I don't mean the cover that you put over I, that. I'm not into. Yeah, we did that growing up. That was a pain in the neck. Well, this is I bought solar cover. I bought these black solar panels that you can either hang on the fence, or I have it laid out on the on the grass behind the Ooh. trees where it gets sun. It gets full sunlight for probably seven hours. Yeah. Now it's been warm too, but before the heat wave. There was a noticeable difference with the water temperature because it basically goes through these little uh, these little tracks, and so this, the sun heats the black panel, heats the water, mm-hmm. and it's if you go by uh, the water release, you can feel the different temperature, and it really worked. And the kids have been in the pool more this year than in the pre. And we had a pool in the other house too. I would say more this year than any other year we've had a pool. You should put that in your ad for this app that you've got the solar heated panels. So maybe you, you cut up your price a little bit. And I am lo- noticing I'm on a, so Swimply. I Swimply, think is, is it's one called? The, is one of the apps. Is there any in your area? Because you could dominate the uh, central New Jersey area if other people haven't put their pools up I yet. I don't know that I want to make that. a killing. Do I, a guy can lock the door, though? Like, where do they go to the bathroom? Do I got to get, like, a Listen, Johnny you, on the spot? No, you can. Oh, man, that's They're a not point. going to my house. Yeah, do you mind? Yes, you do have to get a Johnny on the spot. Yeah, that's a problem. We gotta take a break. One final break. You could feed them drinks and food too for an extra extra what cash. What am I a waiter Jerry. now? Yeah. No, I have a do bar. it up. I guess I could stock the bar that's outside. Stock it up. That would be kind of fun. But then you know what? My luck, I get like a family of fourteen. Right. And then I gotta worry about coronavirus. Spitting coronavirus into your pool. I'm out on this. Great idea. I'm out. Just like the sharks. 550. I thought of a shark idea too, by the way. Oh. 551. Uh, we take one final break. Uh, Boomer will join us at the top of the hour here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Yankees beat the Orioles on a late home run from Aaron Judge last night. Yankees and Red Sox tonight. Red Sox beat the Mets last night, 4-2. Mets and Braves tonight. The uh, Lakers won last night as the NBA is back. We'll have Mets basketball on the fan today. Real quick, Al, I thought of this for the Shark Tank. I'm sure it's probably out there already, but who knows? So I have all this stuff when I have these these baseball games I coach, and mm-hmm. I need help getting this stuff back to the car. How about the coach caddy? Oh, kind of like the thing like I see people bringing all their stuff to the beach to on? the beach, correct. Coach caddy. Good I don't idea. I don't dislike that, Jerry. See that? Sharks. Sharks. <laughs> Just a thought. All right. Coach caddy. Coach Gaddy. Get on it. Jerry, there's been a story going around about the Ellen DeGeneres and how off the air she's not nice. Which we talked about at length on the podcast talked yesterday. Talked about so at length. Po- you might want to download that. Download that. But uh, she finally has come out and addressed the toxic workplace allegations. And she wrote a very long letter saying, I am sorry. She cl- She took responsibility for putting those people in power, right? Yes, she didn't really address whether she's mean off the air. 
She said the people that she put in power made the workplace not a nice place to I work. Mean, I think that pretty much answers that question. No, because the people are saying, like, Ellen's not nice. Right, but I think by— Herself. I, I, I believe most people do feel that she's an, a good person. Yeah. By her persona and the, the other things we've seen about her and read about her. It was so, all— You know. It, it was also rumored that she had producers tell guests to compliment her when they got on the air. Yeah, but where's I, that coming from? The same I would people do that. that were claiming it was a bad workplace environment? Yeah, probably. You would do that. that I would do that right. if we ever started doing guests on the warm up. I'd be like, have Eddie go, please um, say something nice about Al as when you get on. That you. What about me? Well, you don't need it. You don't need to feed your ego like I do. You're such a pig. So I'd say, uh, Jerry, nice. To, uh, oh, nice to be on. And Al, I thought that was a hilarious tweet you had the other what day. What a way to start <laughs> your weekend.